Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla, officially known as your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, how are you, my friend? I am great, Jesse. I'm done building IKEA furniture, which I have been doing for the last six days straight. Uh, I found out I'm very good at it, by the way. I Oh, that's uh, that's a very marketable skill, Derek. That is one of the most marketable skills. Let out me there. tell you, one <laughs> it's 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 like Legos or puzzles. It's like once you get in the groove, you know how it works now, you can just bang it out, right? Uh, but I'll tell you the minute it's 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 when I'm on the fifth and sixth Lego set for my daughter that I really start moving. But those first four, oh man, those are three hour builds each. You know the Encanto, <laughs> Casita, some of those other things. But uh, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and simply for betting five dollars on any NFL team to win their game. Uh, actually, excuse me, not just NFL college as well so any football team to win their game uh you will win two hundred dollars in free bets should they win their game and wow. you'll win that on top. that's a that's a big number for us two hundred dollars in free bets and that's on top jesse of whatever your winnings are so that's a minimum of five dollar bet you can bet whatever you want for as a new customer uh and again you will get two hundred dollars in free bets yes it's it's back it's back to big money we've had its ups and downs but the season is almost over so they want to end things with a bang with the $200 free offer uh, and do that right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Jesse, I don't know what we would do for content at times if it isn't for our fellow reporters out there creating content. <laughs> uh, and I say this because uh, Jeff Passan recently appeared on the Chris Rose situation on John Boy Media. And by the way, shout out to John Boy. What an absolute stud for the empire that they have created over there uh something something you and i would much like to uh just have a a small piece of the success of what they've been doing no they they look up to us i'm pretty sure derek they're they're looking over what we're doing and they're they're pretty jealous i'm really enjoying this side of you uh jesse i don't know what's gotten into you lately but the confidence (laughs) level is through the roof and i dig it i think it's because (laughs) you're not in the blank void anymore you have some decorations surrounding you yes powerful uh but I, i i will say that I have taken the position at times of being the morality police when it comes to uh, who I feel should and shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. So Mm. with one uh, small appearance on the Chris Rose, uh, uh, I I think it's, I'm going to get this wrong. I think I already said it, but uh, it's the Chris Rose rotation, excuse me, on John Boy. Uh, They... Uh, he he jeff passon single-handedly convinced me uh that i have been wrong this whole time so i i have a i have a clip here and this is exactly what Mm. i'm talking about i voted based on what a guy did on the field i think the character clause is complete garbage and needs to be extricated from the entire process because i think the notion that sports writers are going to be the moral arbiters for baseball players is positively laughable. We don't know these guys. And there are some, especially those of us who are around for a while, who actually do get to know the human beings and hear stories about them. But 
in reality, there's so much about players that that I don't know. I, I'm never comfortable sitting there and and using that as the criteria to keep them out. I find personally Kurt Schilling's opinions on almost everything in life to be completely abhorrent. I still would vote for him. And because this isn't a museum about who's a scumbag and who isn't, this is a museum celebrating best players in baseball history, and he was one of them. That part at the end, like, don't get me wrong. I, I, He started saying some things that I understood and agreed with right off the bat. But sure. th- the more that clip went on, the more I felt the 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 mental turn for me personally uh, happening. Right, I felt myself kind of feeling a bit shameful for being one of those moral arbiters that he talked about. Yeah, it makes uh, and, you feel icky inside if you've well, if you've put yourself on that pedestal before, right? <laughs> right. And not only that, not only that, right? But it's more so as he goes on, right? He has to directly use Kurt Schilling, somebody who I personally can no longer stand, but have uh, a, an amount of respect for still based on what he did for this franchise, the city, you know, in this state, right? Like this is somebody that you can't completely hate as an Arizona Diamondbacks fans. However, he does sometimes make you try to hate him with his opinions and his hot takes. And Passon had to use him directly as an example. Uh, somebody who I probably would say I would keep out of uh, the Hall of Fame. But again, for not just not just for his views, but probably just personally at times for how much I've hated uh, the like everything about him uh, yeah, over the last right. like fifteen years, you know. So. Uh, <laughs> It, it, and then, <laughs> but then he has to go on to say the thing that really got to me, Jesse. It is the, it is the, it's not a, uh, it's not a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, of, of scumbag or, yeah, you know, who's, about a, who's scumbag, a scumbag, scumbag who's right? Not. Yeah, that's not it's, what it's about, right? It's about who was the best baseball players. And he definitely was one of them. And so was Barry Bonds. And so was so many of these guys. I feel mm-hmm. like generations from now, people are going to ask, what the hell, what the hell were you guys doing in that yeah. time period, right? <laughs> like, they're going to be like, what were, what? like, they kept these guys out of the Hall of Fame, this is crazy, you know? So, I, that part, I, I definitely took to heart, and I think, uh, I think I've changed my view a bit on this. I've, I've never had a hard stance on it, but there are a few players that I did take a hard stance on, and... Mm. Again, picking and choosing uh, is problematic as well because then you're deciding what is a law and a rule against being in the Hall of Fame and what isn't and what you stand for versus what someone else stands for, what you believe in versus someone else. It's it, it's definitely one of those things that you really can't start picking and choosing. Jeff Passan is really one of the most compelling communicators i mean whether he's writing or i mean he's just he's he's a he's a blessing to all of us really he truly is especially in a time like this where there's there's really not a whole lot going on in the baseball world uh any content that you can get your hands on from from jeff passon is certainly worth your time but uh but yeah i'm totally with you here derek i've uh i've thought for a while that the um 
you know, the, the case against players that, you know, based on their character um, is used far, far too often uh, when it comes to deciding who should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and I, I will point out, I think there's a difference between a Barry Bonds situation and a Kurt Schilling, just because, uh, you know, using steroids is kind of another matter in itself. I mean, that's sure. directly enhancing your ability to perform. Uh, I still personally would not hold Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame for that reason. But I think it's a little bit of a different situation uh, with Kurt Schilling. As far as I'm aware, he, there aren't really any accusations out there that Kurt Schilling took any kind of performance enhancing drugs uh, throughout his career. And, and the issue is more about, you know, political stances. And and I understand where, where people are coming from. I, I think a lot of the things that, that he says are are quite egregious, but. Um, but, but it, yeah, again, it's not, it's not really for us to, uh, to judge. Right. Um, but even that, right. Like even that, even the whole cheating thing, uh, unless, unless someone, you know, and, and, and even that with steroids, with performance enhancing drugs, that's been a factor in baseball, unfortunately, yeah. for a very, very long, for a time. very long time. Yeah. That is not something that's new. It's just the substances have changed but there's always been performance enhancing substances in some form or another. And part of the problem is, is that baseball never did anything to police it. So how can you really say someone broke the rules or was a cheater when it wasn't really against the rules and they're not cheating? I don't know the Astros situation. That's kind of much different, right? Again, that's one of those situations that you could say like, I don't know how is pe- how are people going to view members of that team how how yeah. uh, how is how are how is Altuve going to be viewed when his time for the you know Hall of Fame comes up who knows right I I think that maybe point points of view could change between now and then right now we seem to be really focused as a society at times on trying to put a spotlight on who are, are terrible people you know who are secretly terrible people, who are kind of known terrible people, all this stuff. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a very good thing. A lot of good things have come from it. And I feel like people have, uh, unfortunately for them, as much as they hate it, they had to kind of change their behavior because you just can't get away with things anymore. Lo and behold, in 2021 and 2022 with 4K cameras and social media where people can literally talk about something that just happened moments ago and have it spread like wildfire uh, across the internet. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it brings me back to like Pete Rose, right? Sure. Uh, you know, this podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, DraftKings, along with so many other uh, sportsbooks and, and things have, have integrated into all of the sports, right? And we're enjoying it, but Pete Rose was essentially banned from baseball and is no longer a part of this entire fraternity due to his association with gambling. Is there going to come a time where we can, we can forgive that again, that's part of this whole morality stance. And, you know, uh, again, we, we don't know if Pete Rose cheated uh, and, and, you know, did things gambling wise that affected the sport, but we know that he did, bet on on the team he was on and that's not obviously something that you know can 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 coincide when you're a player on the team right so uh i i get holding him accountable for his actions but again is there going to be a time where he can be forgiven especially considering how 
common gambling is now becoming as part of our normal lives and, and especially as part of our sporting lives. So I don't know. I, I'm not and I'm not trying to attack uh, our, our sponsor by any stretch of the imagination or any <laughs> any gambling related things. I'm just saying now it's OK. It's like a lot of things that maybe were yeah. illegal at one point and aren't. I mean, shit, man, when I was uh, in the late 90s, when I would watch SportsCenter, it felt like every other day somebody was being busted for marijuana. Uh, that was a pro athlete, you know, sneaking it through in the lid of a mm. water bottle or something like that and onto a plane or whatever and getting yeah. caught. And it's like now it's, you know, it's, it's legal. It's, it's yeah. legal. It's nothing. If if someone got caught with it, they'd probably be asked to, th- if, to throw it away in the trash can and keep it stepping, you know, except in certain, I'm sure there are certain, you know, s- states that still uh, haven't legalized it. That would still maybe prosecute people or make a big deal about it. But for the most part, most of the country, uh, things on that have changed drastically over the 20 last 20 years. That would have been a headline that potentially got someone suspended from their team and maybe even kicked off their team for doing something like that. And Mm. these days it wouldn't even make the news because it wouldn't have even become an issue. Things change. And I think, with, with that change, we have to look back on past transgressions that might be associated with it and maybe be a little bit more forgiving about it, you know? Mm. Yeah, you're, you're very right. I mean, the, the goalposts of, of morality, just like as a society, are, are changing every single day, right? Like what's okay and what's not okay. And, uh, and yeah, it, based on that, I mean, if the Hall of Fame is going to be something that, um, you know, transcends generation after generation, it doesn't make any sense to judge players based on, uh, you know, a sense of morality that seems to change, uh, you know, from one day to the next. So, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Derek. Leave it leave it to Jeff Passan to, to change to change minds about just about anything. That's the, that's the I, kind of guy he is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I have no problem admitting when I've changed my mind about something. I have no problem admitting when I was wrong or how sure. foolish I, mean, I may I have been you, in the past. I make you do it on the show all, all the, the time. time all so. the time. I'm just, <laughs> I'm faced with it every single day. I just know that, again, it's, I wasn't, I, I definitely wasn't one of those people that stood up and wagged my finger at every player that's had any kind of uh, negative or immoral thing happen with their career uh, mm. or, you know, no blemishes uh, or blemishes on their record or anything like that. I, but like you, like you said, there are certain guys and Kurt Schilling was definitely one of them, you know, and, yeah. and to be honest, he, he, he definitely doesn't deserve it because uh, as much as you might hate him as a, person now or for his views or anything else about him he didn't do anything to cheat baseball and all he has is like really abhorrent views on things so i don't know man i guess uh you know things like that definitely make me feel like it was more of a personal grievance than me being like yeah let's keep him out you know because we got to keep the hall a place of dignity and respect sure Hmm. yeah it's good stuff you know um, but I tell you, I'll tell you this much. I, I will say that the Hall of Fame voting situation, I think at times is ridiculous uh, from the writers that choose to, uh, you know, not vote, not use all of their votes because they want to make some sort of stance or something to, uh, you know, someone like Dan Levitard losing his vote because he decided to sell it off to the public for them 
to vote instead of having someone like him vote uh, because he felt like it was a vote for the people. So I don't know. Hall of Fame's weird. Uh, a lot of things in uh, sports are going to have this weird fraternity thing, but uh, I, I credit Passon for uh, definitely changing my view, at least on a, on a few guys that uh, I probably would still feel the otherwise about after or before hearing his, his point of view. Uh, but just as a reminder, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app since we're talking about gambling and use our code of PHNX because remember, we love it now. Everything's good with it. Uh, get Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Let's stop all of this nonsense. Um, and you, uh, whether you feel like you agree with me or not, can still go bet $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, as surprised as Jesse was earlier, you win $200 in free bets instantly. So let's wind down the season with a big win. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, which is the official sports betting partner of the NFL, uh, you're, you guys can get in uh, the same game parlay game. I, 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 at one time, I was Mr. Parlay, but I've relinquished that nickname. Uh, there are better nicknames out there and better people at nailing parlays. However, uh, I might start calling myself Mr. First Touchdown because I've hit a couple of those this season, okay. and that's pretty okay. great. Uh, it doesn't you quite could, have uh, the ring to it. Uh, even. Uh, Mr. Mr. Parlated, but, Mr. but yeah, you'll, you'll, uh, get right. you'll get yeah, there. You'll get there. Well, we'll I'll figure something out. Well, you know, it will never be as good as Big Papa Parlay, but we'll figure it out. Uh, if, if you don't know what a parlay is, um, you obviously have not been paying attention to this show. Combine multiple bets from the same game, and you will get a big, bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And again, pro tip: when you get into the DraftKings sportsbook, hit that drop-down menu for the same game parlay. And you'll find additional options for same-game parlays that you wouldn't find uh, to normally bet on. So add some additional legs, add some additional options, increase your payout, and let's win some money. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, remember, our code is PHNX uh, to bet just $5 or more on any football team, college or pro, and you will win $200 in free bets if they are victorious. That promo again was PHNX. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And Jesse, that wasn't the only thing that Jeff Passan had to blow our minds with, right? Because no. he wrote a little article about uh, our feelings on this whole CBA situation. He did. Yeah, this is uh, an article over on, uh, on ESPN.com. Um, you do have to have the uh, ESPN Plus subscription in order to uh, in order to read this yourself, but we'll we'll give you a little slice of it here today. Um, yeah, this is a, a a really good piece on uh, just the entire labor negotiation uh, situation, which which we've been talking about a lot lately. Um, and yeah, I mean, he emphasizes how the situation is kind of broken, and the relationship between the players and the owners couldn't be worse. Uh, in many respects and how in, in some sense it, it starts to feel like politics, right? Um, it, it starts to feel like Republican and Democrat where they're not, they're just not interested in sitting at the same table and working out their differences, right? They'd rather hide in their corners. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the vibe that we're getting here in these, in these negotiations. Uh, but for me, the most interesting part of, of this piece is a section a, a little ways down where, um, Passon actually talks with uh, a group of a few people. Um, he calls this, he says, 
Uh, it's a dozen major league sources, a mixture of one owner, two league officials, two GMs, one assistant GM, four players, one union official, and two agents. And together, he consulted all of those people, and he put together um, basically what they think the agreement between the players and the owners uh, finally will look like. Uh, just a couple of days ago uh, here on the show, we kind of set forth what we thought the final agreement uh, might look like. I think that was on Mailbag Monday. Um, but this is from uh, from some, uh, you know, some sources that certainly are a little more plugged into this situation than we are. So there's seven things, Derek. You ready for these seven things? Hit me with them. All right. So number one on the list is raise minimum salaries to around 650K. So that's a 14% bump. Okay. Pretty reasonable, right? Nothing Seems super like out it. of the ordinary. Right sure. now, the, the league minimum, I think, is um, in the high 500s, I want to say. So yeah, 14% increase there. Uh, number two, add a performance bonus pool for pre-arbitration players. So this is basically for guys before they hit arbitration, there's a way for them to make a little bit more than that league minimum or slightly above it, which is normally what they what they wind up making. And this would be like an incentive-based bonus, right? Where they hit certain criteria, and right. then why not? I mean, yeah. if you if you're a guy that's making league minimum and you hit twenty home runs, don't you deserve to make more than league minimum compared to your peers? Maybe if your WAR hovers at two plus, maybe you deserve to make a bonus and make more than league minimum, considering how good you've proven to be. Right. I, I don't know. I don't think that any of that is outrageous at all. I'm a big fan of incentive-based yeah, contracts. Yeah, myself, I think so far. Know? Sure. Yeah. No incentives. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it's. Uh, I mean, it's really just trying to get more money in in the pocket of players early in their careers, right? Sure. Um, sure. So yeah, that's certainly what accomplished that. Uh, number number three on the list is one that we predicted: implement the universal designated hitter. Right. No no surprise there. That's gonna um, happen. Number four. Yep, that's going to happen. Number four, uh, another one that we also pegged is very, very likely expand the postseason from 10 to 14 teams. I think yep. you can pretty much pretty much uh, lock that in. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, number five, uh, remove indirect draft pick compensation for free agents. Um, so this is the, you know, the issue where uh, certain players on the free agent market are not as attractive because they're, they're tied to draft pick compensation. So in certain situations right now, if you sign a player that's tied to draft pick compensation, then you have to forfeit a draft pick in order to sign them. Um, so that's been a, a big gripe lately from, from the player side of things. So also uh, no real surprise in, in something like that being done. Uh, number six, make significant changes to the draft to disincentivize tanking and reward small markets. Derek, I want your, your take on this one. This one is almost uh, a little confusing in a sense um, because oftentimes the, the small markets are the teams that are, that are doing the tanking. If there are any teams yeah. doing it. So I don't really know how exactly this would be accomplished, but it's a uh, number six is interesting. Hmm. I, I'm not again, as much as we have been fans of tank season, on this show, <laughs> I don't think either of the two guys that host this show actually think anybody does tanking in a 162 game season. Yeah. I think they're at least not the Diamondbacks, not the Diamondbacks last year. Well, and it's you know it's kind of like what's going on with the Coyotes, right? Uh, that you can you can field a less than competitive team uh, 
comprised of youngsters or guys that are cheap and guys that aren't stars. And But it doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to lose. You're just trying to, you know, maybe save some money for down the road and you're deciding at this point you're not going to invest, invest heavily into this season. That's something I felt more than half of baseball did this year. You know, yeah. with the uncertainty, the financial uncertainty, even a team like the Chicago Cubs that doesn't really have to worry about the financial uncertainty of a situation like this still decided early on, it seemed like that they were going to just hold off on spending this year and let the, let the chips fall where they may. Sure. Yeah, no. So I don't know exactly. There aren't really specifics here. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see exactly what, what that would look like. But if there, I mean, if there's a way, uh, to reward small markets in the draft. I mean, of course, the Diamondbacks would would benefit hugely from that. Uh, maybe the flip side is that, you know, maybe they're not picking um, second overall. Maybe there's some sort of a, a lottery system there. But uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to just wait and see on that front. Uh, number seven, here's the last one. This is big. Uh, raise the CBT threshold. So the, the tax, right? The luxury tax into the $230 million plus range and remove other restraints, including non-monetary um, and and other uh, forms of penalties. So uh, this is big. Derek. Oh, so they just they just want this to get out of control with the spending, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I and this is the part where I I kind of wonder how in the end how is this really going to benefit the the Diamondbacks? It seems like there's there's probably more more negative than than positive here for them. But yeah, I believe the luxury tax threshold right now is at two ten. Uh, so moving it up to 230 would, uh, you know, just kind of continue uh, a trend from the from the last several collective bargaining agreements. So yeah, um, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a, uh, it hasn't been going up that much. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's it that's that's a pretty big jump compared to the two million that it's been going up per year currently. Oh, right. has it only been going up two million per? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. 206 and 219, 2019, 208 and 2020, sure. 210. And so they had like a they had like a natural build built into the last CBA. Now they want they, to jump up 20 million. Interesting. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the New York Yankees, uh, you want to take a stab at how much they've paid total due to luxury tax? Oh man, like total, like all time, or well, uh, let's put it this way: they've the years they surpassed the luxury tax, uh, the CBT, uh, was two thousand three through two thousand seventeen. All of those oh years <laughs> in two thousand nineteen. Oh man, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be up into the billions. Um, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. They their total tax paid is three hundred and forty eight million dollars. Okay. So mm. it's actually pretty reasonable, but still a shit ton of money to spend on luxury tax. Yeah. Right? I mean that I mean that's that's like five years worth of Diamondbacks regular payroll. So uh-huh. that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers 2013 through 2017 paid 150 million total. Okay. So the Dodgers paid almost half of what the Yankees did that entire time frame for it uh, is it is years. surprising how like how well that actually works. It's not a salary cap, which I know a lot of people want it to be, 
but it is effective. Like team for whatever reason, these filthy rich owners of big market teams are actually a little bit scared of the luxury tax threshold. They don't like it. They don't want, you know, if they're going to be over it for a couple of years, they want to get out of it the third year to avoid the increased penalty, right? They try to reset the clock every, every once in a while. I mean, if I were in, in those shoes, my, my first inclination would just be like, well, let's just pay whatever it takes to win. Uh, You know, I mean, I don't think there's any chance that, you know, the Dodgers or the Yankees aren't going to be doing well financially enough in order to in order to justify spending the money. So um, I guess it I guess it does work in, in, you know, the favor of small market teams in that way that the bigger market teams actually are a little bit uh, a little bit concerned about the luxury tax threshold. Because they're spending a whole lot of money. And uh, and I, I think. Oddly enough, everybody wants that to be okay. I think that's something that the players are going to be okay with and the owners are going to be okay with. The owners don't want to be taxed for spending money and the players don't want to do anything that's going to prevent them from getting paid. So the entire idea of the luxury tax is ridiculous. And, you know, again, either either have a salary cap or just stop. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of a silly in between. Yeah. I mean, because even a salary cap, you could set a salary cap at 350 million, let's say. I mean, that's just trying to be progressive for the future, considering how salaries and some of these teams' spending is going to go, right? But uh, that doesn't mean that teams like the Diamondbacks are going to spend over 100 million, right? So you're still going to have this this gap between the Dodgers maxing out at the salary cap at 350 million and the Diamondbacks still spending like 96. I I felt like the idea of a floor was a better idea than, Mm. you know, than, than a cap necessarily, you know, getting the teams that aren't spending as much to spend more kind of seemed like a reasonable idea as crazy as it sounds, but. Uh, the one, we will the have... one thing I will, the one thing I will say real quick in favor of the luxury tax is that there's a revenue sharing model built into it. So, you know, teams like the Diamondbacks actually get a share of yes. the luxury tax money that is paid. Whereas if you have a hard cap, then there's no competitive balance built into that where some of the smaller market teams are benefiting from that money. So I great, guess that's great, the counter argument that that is in in favor of that, but it's just weird. It, it's just it's just an odd dynamic to have. I completely agree. Uh, well, over on gophnx.com, we have some great pieces, including Jesse's piece that we talked about uh, examining the big trades of the Mike Hazen era, uh, as well as some recent information on the Coyotes unveiling a new uh, digital sports betting uh, platform and some other information. Uh, Coyotes. Wow, we talked the about it today. Have their own? Well, it's uh they unveiled digital sports betting platform Sahara Bets. So you're gonna have to go read Craig's article uh, for more information okay. on that. I cannot confirm I will, or deny. I will go read Craig's article. My God, go check out weird. Craig's article. Don't miss anything Craig does. He's an amazing human being, and we are lucky to have him. Uh, go over to gophnx.com. Become a member if you aren't already. Get that annual membership. You will get the free T-shirt from phnxlocker.com. Uh, $29.99 normally, free for you as an annual member. Not to mention you'll get uh, all sorts of discounts 
at the phnxlocker.com throughout the year as a member. If you're not interested in the annual membership, get that monthly membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Check us out. See if you like what, what we're doing over here. And then sign up to become an annual member and stick around. We have lots of stuff coming to the website as well as all of this content that we're turning out for you in our shows and our podcasts. We appreciate you guys uh, joining us. For those of you that are our family members already, you know about the members only Discord. Uh, I'm going to continue this. Uh, how do I say it, Jesse? How do you say is it Discord? Discord. <laughs> I don't even no, know. No, those are both wrong. Both very yeah. wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm on there. I'm getting messages. People are asking where I'm at. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not doing podcasts or not planning for podcasts. I'm making Ikea furniture is what I'm doing. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, uh, but go. I'm very happy to be done with that. I'm retiring from the Ikea game. Uh, I'm going to go out on top, hang my uh, hang my, my little plastic turning knobs that you stick into a hole and have it turn to lock a screw in place thing in the rafters, baby. Um, and, and, my, uh, and my Allen wrench uh, because I'm done. I built my daughter a room. And uh, I built myself an office. These rooms, Jesse, they don't even look like the rooms they were before. It's kind of crazy now being in this house after this transformation. But I don't ever want to build IKEA furniture again as long as I live. <laughs> uh, I will have a new piece up on gophnx.com about those New Year's resolutions that we talked about for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We'll cover some of those in a little bit greater detail as well as have some new ones for them as well for 2022. Hope you guys are sticking to yours as well. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking out the show. Uh, another thing, by the way, is you can go over to phnxlocker.com um, and get a t-shirt even if you're not a member. Again, those t-shirts are $29.99. They're incredible. They are the talk of the town. Uh, we love them. I have an entire drawer full of them. Jesse, I have so many that are in the drawer that I have to like, I don't have any more room in the drawer. So I have to like <laughs> find new places for them. Uh, but obviously, one of my New Year's resolutions was to wear PHNX merch all the time. Um, you can do that too. You can look great, feel even better in 2022. Uh, forget any of those resolutions that we talked about this week. Uh, don't set those. Make your New Year's resolution that you're yeah. going to go to the phnxlocker.com uh, and buy yourself one of these sweet, sweet shirts. You know, the, the best thing about it, Derek, is that Phoenix is one of few places in the country where you can literally wear a t-shirt almost all the time. God, you are not wrong, Jesse. Because you even, in, even in Denver, you know, I mean, DNVR, don't get us wrong. They've got some slick shirts over there, but nobody wants to wear a shirt, a t-shirt. Nobody's right wearing now in shirts Denver. in Denver. It's, it was like negative four degrees the other no. day. You have to wear like two layers underneath it and then a jacket on top of it. Not here right. in Phoenix, baby. I went to Ikea again. This is, I promise you. This podcast is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook and not Ikea, but I did wear <laughs> a lightweight hoodie zip up on the way there to go. And uh, a midway drive, I was dying. I had to take it off. Uh, and that's in January. So uh, again, Phoenix, we can brag about it being t-shirt weather all the time. So of course you need there to make you sure you have some killer t-shirts, not to mention when you go over to phnxlocker.com. Uh, don't, don't forget to grab yourself one of the sticker packs. I did. I did forget to grab it is what I'm saying. And I've regretted it ever since. The worst part about it is that I made two separate orders. And the second time I told myself to throw the stickers on there, didn't do it that time either. Don't be me. Get your $5 sticker packs because they are incredible. Uh, whether it's the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, whether it's the Suns, 
the Cardinals, it doesn't matter. They are all incredible. They all have some special edition stickers in there. And again, they are limited edition. These stickers are going to rotate. Uh, and once they're gone, they're going to be gone forever. And we'll get some different designs in and some new sticker packs. All of these uh, tend to be t-shirt related packs. So get them for your laptop, get them for your house, get them for uh, your meat shack. That's where I put my stickers is on my meat shack. And don't make me have to tell you what a meat shack is. That's a whole other episode that we would need to record. But uh, again, uh, we thank you guys for the support. We thank you for being members. We thank you for buying the t-shirts. We thank you for going over the DraftKings Sportsbook app and obviously using our code of PHNX to sign up. We appreciate all of that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. Um, and that is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, if you're listening to us right now in your favorite audio podcasting app, be sure to subscribe. Don't miss an episode of the show and leave us a five-star review. We've talked about who is and isn't a five-star man on this show. But again, one of us is. Uh, the other one may not be. We'll, so we'll let you decide who is. You let you decide. Yeah, who, well, I'm not naming names or pointing fingers, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but drop us a five-star review. Also, go over to YouTube, subscribe to us, uh, the PHNX Sports channel there. Uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of this content. We're trying to make too much content for you. So that way uh, you get sick of us a little bit, but then, you know, you might take a day off and then really miss us a lot and then come back and just never leave us ever again. That's that's really the pattern that we're hoping for. But we are here for you at all times. So make sure to subscribe and don't miss out on any of this content that we're putting out all week long. Jesse, did you have something to say about us suffocating people with our content? Um, I mean, I think you said it well the other day that we just want people to use PHNX responsibly. There you, you know? go. You yeah. Know, spend yeah. time with family, you know, yeah. don't, yeah. don't be watching us on YouTube the entire day, you know, maybe yeah. keep it to a don't drive, don't drive, don't drive and watch us drive and listen to us, but don't drive and watch. Yeah. Us. That's dangerous. No more than seven hours of PHNX yeah. a day. That's, that's wow. the, the range I like to, to, you know, you need to have <sighs> reasonable range. boundaries in life, Derek. Yeah. So just You're trying right. to help the people out here. You're right. That's why I have you in my life as my co-host and my vice mayor jesse you keep me grounded and uh, i appreciate it uh but again we thank you guys so much on behalf of my vice mayor and myself we thank you guys so much for checking out the show and remember kids baseball is fun but it's much more fun when you consult with jeff passan for all of his opinions on the game